the you kind of like this guy, but when you can't decide between the filet o fish or the Big Mac, and he says, I'll get you both. Thank you. You definitely <laughs> like this guy meal. Get it at McDonald's when you get two of your faves for just six bucks. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another first run of Bald Movie. This week, Cecily and I uh, returned to the theaters back to back. Repeat mm-hmm. uh, to see Incredibles too. We held hands in the back row. Probably should have seen Hereditary for the second week in a row. Probably should have. But see, uh... I had bought us three tickets, <laughs> and I planned on doing a joint review uh, with me, you, and Mind Dragon. Okay. Uh, and I thought that'd be a lot of fun because when Jack was growing up, like as a baby, uh, Incredibles came out. And he was like really into it. He loved that movie. He had me. We had like a, I don't know, like a four year old, a toddler version of the Incredibles book. It was like forty five pages long. It was just a bare essential, like bare as plot essential. But he had me he read that book every night, sometimes several times in a row, <laughs> for what felt like at two years. It's adorable. So that's my same experience growing up with Monster House. Mm. And my brother. Right. Yeah, I remember you He watched that, that movie on repeat over and over until yeah. it just like, uh, I mean, yeah. Every, every kid's kind of got that special it's movie. It's kind of like a, it's not, it's the opposite of comedy torture. You know, yeah. it's family entertainment torture. Right, right, right. <laughs> like it just gets so burned into you that sure. it, you hate it. You hate it so much. And then it's, it comes back around to being amazing. Um, so unfortunately the, uh, schedule with, uh, his mom didn't quite work out. So it's just going to be me and Cecily, but you know what? Uh, I was still excited to see this movie because I thought that the first Incredibles was amazing. It's like a near perfect film. Uh, it still holds up. It's still very entertaining. It says a lot of important things about, you know, family, uh, and like the pitfalls of, of, uh, masculinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was really looking forward to see how they'd move the ball forward. Um, and I thought that I, I was whelmed. <laughs> I was whelmed by this movie. Yeah. It, it was, it, did you like the Incredibles? Yes. Okay. Here is more of the <laughs> Incredibles. Uh, yeah, it was a cute movie. It's very cute. It's got some strong female leads, both young and old. Yep. Um, I really like that Edna character. Mm-hmm. She was a lot of fun. Um, should we just should we just say up front what we're doing? Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to give our non spoiler review of the movie first. Nor- and then we'll turn to talk about trailers and we'll talk about spoilers. Except for this week, <gasps> we are going to give away the spoiler thing for free Grown for Father's Day gift. It's a Father's to Day gift to all the families out there. To all the families out there. That's oh that's goodness. a good backwards way to think about this. No, it's the forwards way. I, I was think. just. I was just being lazy and not wanting to edit like three different God versions damn it. of the podcast. Edit that out. <laughs> edit out you being an asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone gets a free Incredibles review. Huzzah! Um, oh, you should probably edit out the asshole word though. The asshole? Why? Because what if someone's going to listen to this with their kids? Then they wouldn't. Okay. They wouldn't. Uh, so yeah, that's our general review. Like it's the movie's funny it's, it's a good charming movie. it's very cute you know um they had this upfront bumper that had um holly hunter and samuel mm-hmm. l jackson and uh alan alda <laughs> i don't know what that guy's name is mm-hmm. close enough yeah um the voices that did the you know the the main characters um just sort of trying to hype you into the movie before you go into the movie like uh, you you feel like 
or I feel like uh-huh. that kind of thing belongs in, in other movies where you want to go see The Incredibles 2, but you put that right before The Incredibles 2 movie. It's like, I get it. I'm already here. You yeah. can't sell me on it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's to soften you up for the overall... Like, the worst you can do is talk me into leaving before the movie actually right, starts with right. that. Craig T. Nelson just comes on <laughs> and just, Nelson, said, thank you. just says a whole bunch of terribly bigoted slurs just yeah. right to the camera. It's directly to Samuel L. Jackson, and they get in a fist fight <laughs> right before The Incredibles 2. Mr. Incredible, kids, no! No, kid, Mr. Incredible. Yeah, I saw kids crying, yeah. and like one of them wet their pants. It was terrifying. Yeah, it was bad. So just keep that in mind if you're going to see it. Show up like 10, 15 minutes <laughs> sure. late. You don't want to see that. Right, just like, the bald, uh, just like the bald movie reviews. You want to let all those assholes... <laughs> Get on by. Just roll off your back, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, let's talk about trailers before we talk more about this movie. Okay, first one up, and I don't think that you saw even a little bit of this, but there is a new Grinch movie. <gasps> really? I'm kind of excited Does about it. Does it look it. good? It looks good, but there's one thing I'm going to tell you Give me the, the elevator end. pitch. Um, it's just a classic Grinch story in like a 90-minute form in 3D animation. 3D so, animation. So you got the classic version, okay. which is great. You got the Jim Carrey version, it's which 2D is... 2D animation, and then that's real action, yeah. Which is which is great in its own way. And now you're going to get a 3D animated one. And it looks cute. The Grinch looks great. His dog looks great. There's a lot of solid Grinch humor yeah. that they've elaborated. Here's the problem. The studio making it is Illumination. Oh, no. Now, I used to like Illumination before I can't the hear you saying the word unless I hear it in, like, a minion's voice. Like, it filters yeah. through my head. Yeah, 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 yeah I, like, there's this echo in the back of my brain. My molders just exploded. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> Your molders? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I liked, I liked uh, Despicable Me. Like, I thought that was a really cool movie. Yeah. I even kind of like Despicable Me too, but somewhere between three and Minions, it just like oh. Illumination seems like they're just the lowest common denominator, common denominator bullshit. I honestly, in this, without an ounce of irony, cannot understand what it is with these fucking Minions. I don't get it either. I there are memes for moms. Why? And dads, I guess. Why? I don't know. They're not funny. They're not funny. Like having just one just because they pick, say things having nonsensically one... and loud. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't get I'm it. with you. I'm with you. It's a. It's every once in a while, pop culture throws something at me. I bet that someone I has get. written a very serious study. I don't. I don't get that tindy shit. And I want to read it. I don't get the tindy shit. Yeah, I hear you. I don't get the f- deep fried memes. Surreal memes. Surreal yeah. memes. That shit's past. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I can't see that wave wave uh, length of humor. Yeah, but I don't. I don't understand trebuchet memes or prequel yeah. memes. But I'm still here for it. Here's the thing: is like prequel memes. Like I don't get <laughs> I'm that all either. About but it. every once in a while, they'll get me laughing. Yeah. Because it's just so fucking meta, man. Like yeah. that Obi Wan and the high ground stuff. Some of that stuff really, really gets me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if, if it can not, if, if illumination can just, you know, crank out a pro- quality product, we'll find out in November. It's going to be, I mean, we're going to go see this. Come on. Nah, I don't know. We'll it's a see. Christmas movie and Christmas time. I don't know. I'll be damned if I get hereditary again. <laughs> okay. Uh, how to drain, ta- uh, how to drain, <laughs> how to drain your dragon. The new Drake video. Is that what you said? Yeah. No. I haven't seen it, but we can review it later. How to train your dragon three. I haven't uh, seen a single How to Train Your Dragon movie, and really? this looks adorable. The first one's really good. I haven't yeah. seen the second one. But yeah, like the premise of this one is uh, Toothless Falls in Love. Oh. He, he, it is a really cute little mating dance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this stuff. 
it's pretty charming. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I I, I thought the first uh, How to Train Your Dragon was a perfectly great film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I'm I'm not not excited about it. It's, I guess there's so many of these damn animated kids films that like. I gotta start only seeing the tippy top best, like like the real pedigree, the Disney's, the Pixar's, yeah. the you know, the I just, Wreck-It Ralph like, twos. I, yeah, I like. Yeah, I'm excited about that, but like, I don't know. Some, somewhere, I guess DreamWorks and Illumination just kind of plus the Lego Movie, like that. That animation Ooh. studio's killing it. Like, yeah. I just feel like that's Warner. I think uh, Brothers Animation. I, I don't know. Like. What's these studios, these, uh, these, this, these two bottom tier studios just don't interest me, even though I know the property is good. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't have time. I, I, it's like, yeah, you're, you're, it's a, you might be a perfectly competent movie, but you know. Isn't you How have, to Train Your Dragon Disney Pixar? No, it's uh, DreamWorks. Oh, right, 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 right. Or right. what'd be hilarious they is. They made Shrek, so. What, what would be, I, but I'm saying like every one of them have, have had their moments of glory, but they're not as consistent as Disney Pixar. Mm. Like these DreamWorks and... I don't know if you made that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe not. And then it would be really funny is if I've got all these studios wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's going to be like, Jesus Christ, your five-minute fucking rant. Just, got... All right, cut it now and keep going. All right. Uh, apologies for that one. Speaking of Lego Movie, Lego Movie 2, the next one. I mean, yeah. The second part is what it said. The second part? Yeah. Uh, Which I think might be a play on, like... Pieces right. you put together, of the course, second part. Of course, of course. Um, or maybe like the second bag you open. Yeah. Um, which is which is fun, but this looks interesting. Um, you know, I I feel like I'm too inside knowing what's going mm. on in Hollywood to really like enjoy these things because I know that Rob Schraub got fired off of this picture. Yeah, Rob Schraub. And that breaks my heart. Frequent collaborator with Dan Harmon, just all out insane guy. When right. we found out that he got flip the keys to the Lego movie, we're like, wow, yeah, that is going to be something else. And then, I don't know, he got fired from it, seemed like he went through a depressive Rob episode Schraub and Dan Harmon, who wrote Monster House, which, mm. again, like I said, has right. been imprinted deeply in my brain, right. whether I like it or not. But uh, yeah, they're good kids movie writers, surprisingly, for men who don't have children. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, they're man it, babies, so they just they just have to but I tap liked, into that. Yeah, I liked the, I liked the Batman <laughs> movie, and... I don't know how uh, how many like mutual collaborators there were with any well, of the main primary Lego so here, movies. So that's the, that's my problem. My my problem is this is going to be a very safe film, and I thought Batman, as much as I enjoyed it, was also kind of a safe film. And Lego Movie was a surprise, and it was very charming when it came out. But they can't just they can't just keep going off the wit and charm <laughs> of just hey, these are Legos moving around, and it's kind of cool. Well, this is this looks really cute. Okay, my perceived um, uh, uh, plot here for this movie yeah. is that the little sister is growing uh, up, yeah, and right. she's getting into a little bit more advanced Legos, but mm. they're still like Duplos or, or like maybe Mega Bar- Like Barbie's got a line of Legos now, right? Or no, the, no, no, the, the, the uh, Lego Friends. Yeah, the Lego Friends. They're minifigures. They, and are... Disney like princesses have their own yeah, sort of okay, mix okay. into the Lego yeah, Friends. Yeah. Um, a sort of girlier version of Legos, so right. I'm, I'm seeing that kind of angle being worked, and right. I think it's really cute. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited, but I just I don't know. I I would have been I would have been <laughs> hyperventilating if Rob Schraub is still attached to this. Uh, yeah, now I'm just kind of like, eh, we'll see, we'll see. We're It'll definitely pro- gonna see this movie for sure. Uh, Christopher Robin 
starring Ewan McGregor. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I like it in it, the fact that like uh It looks like forty minutes into this will turn into the scariest horror movie of all time. <laughs> Those fucking those fucking animals are not from a friendly movie where good things happen. I think they look like really cute, happen. and I think they look the animals look appropriately dated for when the the book started coming out. Um, I think it's cute that Ewan McGregor is like a grown up Christopher Robin. This is mm. about his kids, mm-hmm. but like that story is entirely self contained within a three minute trailer. Like and another trailer end, that tells you everything that's about adorable. the fucking movie. I, Act I experienced one, two, three. it, yeah. and that's all I need of it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Ewan McGregor's really giving up the high ground on this film. Wow. <laughs> He's really, really, really leaving himself open to be cut down at the knees. Wow. Um, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Ralph, Ralph breaks, breaks the, the internet, internet, which I love that they put a meta criticism about that where Ralph is like, shouldn't it be Rex the internet? No, like it should be, right? Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph wrecks the internet. Wreck it, Ralph. Yeah, I mean, but I get Rack it. Has to come before I get it's Ralph. the Kim Kardashian bullshit. But like, why are you trying to reference Kim Kardashian's ass in the title of a kids movie? Kim Kardashian didn't originate that. I thought she brought her ass is what broke the internet. Yeah, that's the first time you heard about it. But that's oh, really? the thing that people said before that. That's but true. I guess that that'd like... be the first time that officially maybe broke the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it didn't. The internet was fine. Yeah, the internet was fine. Uh, it looks cute. I like the Disney princesses being wrapped up now. And you could see that they were just like, this trailer was made to put on display all the properties they have mm-hmm. to tease you with. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they've got this many companies to sign on and they're all going to have interesting uh, cameos at so, some point. Because they had a lot of like fun um, nods to video games, if not outright uh, characters represented in the first Wreck-It Ralph, right. which is adorable. See, I got mixed feelings about it because, on the one hand, I love the mouse. The mouse makes a lot of solid films that I love. They have a lot of characters and franchises that are beloved. They tend to manage their properties well, and when they stumble, they make quick corrections. Uh, on the other hand, I hate the mouse because every once in a while, you just just see laid bare what a fucking meat grinding business it is, and when they when she puts in, take me to the most awesomest place on the fucking internet, and it's goddamn Disney World. Yeah. And then they go through all this stuff and, like, all, all these commercials for Disney, uh, which was, I thought, part of the charm of the original Wreck-It Ralph is that, well, it... <laughs> the stars were original IP and, like, the commercials for the other shit was in the background. This is, this, like, super foreground. And then... It pays off to like a very super progressive, ultra feminist uh, takedown of the Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God damn it, you fucking corporate weirdos! Like, you just you just made me watch a 60 second commercial so I can get 30 seconds of social justice, you assholes. Uh, uh, but okay, before you step all the way up onto the soapbox, I okay. think you should just right, step back and, down. and understand that the movie you already know as the world's foremost king candy impressionist. That 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 movie was very oh, go much. Go on. That movie is very much tongue in cheek, and I think that you should give it the benefit of the doubt, and that it will probably be skewering those things that you think it's celebrating in the trailer. Speaking of tongue in cheek, I like to keep a butterscotch between mine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think you're being a little too harsh right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is I'm that saying... all the trailers? 
I'm just saying. Uh, So that's all the trailers, but there's one other thing to talk about. (laughs) Oh, no. There is one other thing I want to talk about. Can we talk about the Cinemark XD bullshit? Oh, my God. Like, this unicorn... I I finally went back to a movie with you, and we were seeing uh, Avengers, maybe. Yeah. And I saw that they were, like amping up the the cinemark chief movieologist guy and i was mm-hmm. like oh my god this again can they change it at least mm-hmm. and i yeah. saw that they actually did change it and i was like oh my god they changed it like finally they realized they got the feedback they're like this right. sucks they're gonna make it shorter and they're gonna make it real brief and they're gonna make fun of themselves but they made it longer and, and louder worse, yeah and louder and more colorful and, and now it, there's like it. three or four different like at no point versions of the the, the, does terrible the movie pain. i'm watching do this to no, me no no you are doing this to piss me it's, off it's obnoxious and it hurts my ears and i don't know like i love this theater and i love the xd system but fuck please stop please stop rupturing my eardrums i get it it's a good theater but yeah. you know what you're telling me it's a good theater is gonna make me stop going into it because i yeah. fucking hate watching it, the that experience shit. doesn't feel like being shot at by color cannons it feels like being subjected to a war crime stop but i yeah yeah it's, i'm been... in your fucking xd theater don't make me flee the premises right? yeah i'm alex and clockwork orange and my eyes are being like forced open yes. and I'm being tortured with this yes it's like that only your ear every canals. time i hear like some kind of stereo system starting up i get triggered and that is destroy <laughs> the entire room i flip every table in a 20 mile radius Okay. Uh, to steal someone else's joke. Not a trailer, but the the uh, accustomed uh, Pixar mini movie. Oh, the, yeah. The, the featurette. Uh, uh, Boasum? Ba- oh, was it? I thought it was Bow. Or... Maybe it was. Um, I, didn't, I didn't write it down. I didn't either. Well, I did, <laughs> but I, I just... It's a super cute movie about um, maybe a, a Korean or Chinese woman who's makes dumplings until one of them comes to life and she raises it into her own little grown dumpling and it's super cute as mm-hmm. those miniature movies are and it's about uh, what did you it's, think it's about how hard it is as a parent to let go and um i don't know it's just it's um there's a lot there's a lot to talk about there in this like a little like you know and not all of it's good like um I thought the way the mother was acting and, and, you know, metaphorically eating her child and all that, like, I thought that was, like, pretty wild. Like, like pretty wild control you have over your adult children. But I know that is a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people might actually kind of romanticize that particular relationship. And I thought it was weird that the the mother and the son bonded over the food mm-hmm. i mean it's it's it, it felt like something real rather than aspirational which is what you're used to seeing like these were he... problematic things but they're not asking you to understand because at the end of the i found i got little tears coming to my eyes just because it was it was a really beautiful portrait of a relationship. It's not maybe the most functional relationship in the world but but they came back around and you know the woman that he married the woman that she thought was taking her dumpling away. Right. You know, ended up helping and doing a very good job at making dumplings herself. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it all ended up. And, it all ended well. Which you know, it seems so lonely for her before yeah. she had her little dumpling, and then while she had the dumpling, she yeah. was very much alone. And then and afterwards, the dad's like just super like distant, this, and you know what I mean. Yeah. So at the very end, it brought everyone together. Like right. uh, the woman is clearly Canadian because the dad is now 
Did you see the sweatshirt he had on? <laughs> had the uh, Canadian flag. Did he was really? watching um, uh, hockey on TV. That's what I'm saying. It's and... very specific. It was a right. very specific portrait, which is why it was charming. Yeah. Um, but, and, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. There you go. Ready to talk more about The Incredibles? Yeah, let's talk about The Incredibles. This is the spoiler section, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, you're welcome uh, to stay and, and stick around. We're not kicking anybody out tonight. This is for everybody. Uh, but we are going to get spoilery right about now. Um, okay. Hey, all you cool kids and jazzy cats. Welcome <laughs> to the adult section of the podcast. <laughs> uh, please go on. Um, I, 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 I want to hear more of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Jazzy Cast <laughs> podcast. Uh, well, you can't, cause uh, that's that's after midnight <laughs> when all the adults come out to play. Oh, that was just the trailer for that's the, the adult trailer. Jazzy Cast. Yeah, the adult sim. All right, fuck it. The Incredibles too. <laughs> um, I was surprised because Jack and I were talking about this this week. Uh, he was like, you know, he was talking about what do you think will be in the trailer, and he goes, "Well, I." I can't wait to see what they do with the uh, Underminer. And I'm like, oh, but and I, I didn't do this, but I, I thought in my heart, oh, buddy, you're so naive. They're going to come back and it's going to be like a year later and they're going to be in different places in their lives. And they're not. But I'll be goddamn. The movie started right at the Underminer attack. Yeah. And I kept thinking, like, I got this big smile on my face. Like, man, Jack is going to fucking be like, I called it huh. uh, because I mean, I guess on one end that's an obvious place to start, but like you're, so, you're so unused to movies just doing that. But that's the strength of the digital cast. Like none of these characters have aged. Yeah. Whereas if you did this with like a Marvel movie, you just fucking couldn't do that because everyone would be a decade older. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elastigirl, oh, she's still thick. Thick. She's thick. Ah, yeah, I bet you can stretch her another mile because of how much, of how much <laughs> extra material she she's got. Yeah. yeah, no, she's just I Elastigirl in my mind is like distractingly attractive. Yes, like I felt the same way. All I can do is stare at her ridiculous proportions. <laughs> I know, but it's so good. Yeah, like it's um, been since like there's... fucking Rescue Rangers since I've been disattracted to an animated oh. character. Um. At the very end of the movie, there were a bunch of other superheroes that they had brought aboard to welcome yeah. them back into the fold, and yeah. they had, they threw some other thick ones in there too. Yeah, there was a lot of non-conventional types. What did you think about the new characters they threw in this, this movie? Um, there was something for everybody. <laughs> There's something okay. for everybody. Yeah, I don't know. Opinion. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. It's like I hear my honest opinion. Uh, other than the void, which I thought had a really cool power that they were very excited to use, everybody else feels like those also ran like the leave extraordinary gentleman. Uh, yeah, is that the right movie? I'm thinking of the wrong movie. No, no, I think you're right. But 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 more like like the the X Men. Like where like once you get past like Storm. And and Scott Summers, Cyclops, and and the beat like the powers start getting like really shitty. Right. Like my face can turn oh. to sandpaper when it gets above a hundred degrees. Like, like I can turn this lines legal pad into graph paper. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. oh, is I that have, it? I have dragonfly okay. wings. Like <laughs> what the fuck are dragonfly wings going to get? I, I felt like that. A lot of them is just like oh, you got electrical powers. Oh, you can crush the. You got magnetic powers. Yeah. It's very off brand. 
Yeah. You know? And they they clearly weren't that interested in him because they were in the movie for like maybe 30 to 60 seconds. Yeah. Uh, um, I will say that this movie and I just um, before the podcast, I showed mm-hmm. you this John Wick trailer from the first movie right, right. about this awesome fight scene. This movie, The Incredibles 2, has the best action scene that I've seen in any movie ever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's right up there with the airport scene from uh, Captain America 3. Yes. It's right up right. there with uh, any of the fights we saw in uh, Infinity War. Right. In terms of just, like, um, stakes. There's some high stakes. Yeah. And yeah. just, like, real, real uh, gravitas between these characters. It's a... Uh, it's uh you can go ahead and say it jack jack and the raccoon oh my god <laughs> I, I i was wondering where you're going with this but yes no you're you're not fucking wrong yeah that was a delight when J- when jack jack square like when you saw jack jack looking at this old-timey movie of the bandits with the masks, yeah, with the masks. and then he la- locks the eyes on the raccoon <laughs> raiding the garbage can and he squares off with them it's like Oh my God! This is going to be because it's a it's a baby that can't be hurt, and you know uh, that the the raccoon's not going to be hurt either because it's a right, Pixar film. It's a scrappy, it's a scrappy animal. And yeah. that's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a proud <laughs> this is a proud animal that wasn't going down without a fight. I thought it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was so it was good, so cute. It was so good, and he showed up at the very end. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is an interesting movie. It was a really interesting character study about a young man named Tony. Rossinante or whatever mm-hmm, his name is mm-hmm. and you know the the orbit of people around him and what they're going through like my so-called teenage life mm-hmm. you know it's a, uh, I learned a lot about Tony that I didn't know before <laughs> he will he's, he's uh <laughs> he gets good grades he's well liked popular and he plays sports uh, did you feel at some point that he was like the focus of the movie it opens with him it closes <laughs> with him like he was the whole oh yeah it's what really the, bookends the thing the and props thing. up the entire, yeah. the entire plot without without him the the movie's garbo 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 greta garbo uh okay speaking of garbo did they totally retcon jack jack having powers in this movie because i thought the whole family oh, saw no. him maybe, maybe they're trying to perpetrate like that they that that they didn't see Jack Jack was too far away. Yeah. Um, and Jason, I forget what that character's name, the syndicate, right? That was his name. Perhaps syndrome okay. In syndrome's arm. He was way too up high before. So they didn't see him and all of his powers. But like, I thought, I thought last movie, he revealed that to the family. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see the first movie, but they made a big deal out of the, Oh, you didn't No oh, shit. We should have watched it. Cause then I would have <laughs> this uh, question answered, but I felt like they made a big deal out of that. And that struck me as strange, but that might be canonical. So I don't want to be canonical. canonical. <laughs> I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be too like, you know, shitty about it. Whatever. This is the new canon. And I'm, and I, I'm all about it. This yeah. is uh, super cute. He's got all the so, powers and he's figuring stuff out. <laughs> right. I found like, I really, and connect- how do you say no to cookies to that kid? You can't. Cause he turns into beast mode. Yeah. There's and no- that's, my God, those are such accurate, like, as a father or mother, you can totally relate to, uh, unless you have, I don't know, unless you have a perfect baby, but, like, keeping Jack in bed was a real fucking challenge. Sometimes still is. Um, he is just, kids just loves to stay up late ever since he was born, and I, like, that whole, like, every time you turn around, he's out of bed and, like, chilled out, <laughs> starting up the PlayStation or finding a tablet somewhere. It's like, oh, my God, what are you going to do with this kid? 
I really identified with that. Yeah. And then just getting into everything and just like just being a fucking hand. It's funny to imagine like what life was like trying to keep a kid corralled and killing themselves and now thinking of one that can phase through walls. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, screw the minions. I need a Jack Jack and Edna spinoff D- series. Man. So that's the other thing is this movie relentlessly gave you what you wanted. Like when this the, crowd I, the they I, had in oh, this movie theater. Yeah, I, I got to say that like everything we say is probably ten percent more positive than it should be because this crowd was being slayed every, every second. Joke nailed every it. joke brought down the house. It was the happiest, most easy. Like, like and mostly, I could register adult men laughing and howling and crying with laughter. It was, <laughs> it was incredible. The movie's good, incredible. The movie's good, but I did enjoy their over the top reactions to it. Um, so they set up Edna, Mo- like that, that, that the. the, the um, you know, Bob's <laughs> going to take Jack Jack over to Edna and as desperation babysitter. And you know Edna's not going to want to have a, a bit of it. Yeah. Like, she's like, well, fuck this shit. And she does, but then she's so intrigued by Jack-Jack's powers that she just, like, as a science experiment, takes him just on. Just, like, get out, yeah. Which, that was a delight. Yeah. And then the... Uh, <laughs> the two of them interacting together in that hallway. When he picks him up the back. next day, and she's, like, she's like molding him into a into little a clone. Into a machine. Yeah, yeah, and he's holding his sucker like she yeah. holds his... It's, it's, that's, again, those are two things I didn't even know I wanted, and they, they gave it to me. Yeah, even, like, the detail of, like, she's got these really pronounced teeth, and yeah. he's got the sucker in his mouth, so right. it mirrors, like, the pronunciation of her teeth when yep. they smile at each other. It was yep. very, very well done movie. Yeah. It's, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, what did you think about the fact that it's, exactly the plot of the first movie they're recruited except for they they flipped it to mrs incredible or i'm sorry elastigirl elastawoman mm-hmm. uh still elastigirl <laughs> she gets what she goes by my mom or mrs parr are you trying to seduce me um I, the the it's the exact same plot like they're recruited by a person who wants to see supers return to their glory and who's nostalgic about them and says like you know blows a bunch of sunshine up their ass and it turns out they're the bad guy that's manufacturing these disasters to suit their own end it's exactly mm-hmm. the same movie i didn't care but that's the thing that Kate, that's that's one of the reasons i said i'm kind of whelmed yeah what do you think like I said, I haven't seen the first movie, so uh, I have no surprise or disappointment by the fact that that happened. But this is where mind dragging would have been invaluable. I got to skip that bullshit, and I got to see a couple of strong female leads, villain and hero, pew yeah. pew, and yeah. costume designer, yeah, and really cool lady co-star. And the Void. And the Void. That's the cool lady co-star. And Violet. Well... <laughs> she's a teenage girl she can turn invisible so that's cool and she's got those force shields like i thought she was arguably one of the most powerful members of the team yeah because she could true. she could she could she could attack <laughs> 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 she, she, she can she can turn okay uh he's going in, for it invisible <laughs> no <laughs> but most importantly she protect um, no nope. The, that was the know. first one again. Did uh, she attack? <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
No, I, 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 I get, I get you're saying. You'll, you, yeah. you don't care. You're, you're completely immune to the plot, to the criticism of the same plot because it's the first time for you. It's the first movie for me. Right, right. Uh, what do you think about the, the design? Like the kind of like it's somewhere in the seventies, maybe, but with like modern touches too. Oh, we're talking about time period. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen Meet the Robinsons? Yes. It's set in that time period. You know, it's retro futurism. Right. It's like it could be any time because at any time they're just all just emulating what they think the future right. is. Right. It's like you know how steampunk is like a future world. Victorian or Western, but with goggles and blimps and yeah. s- steam fittings. Steampunk, yeah. Yeah, steampunk. Like there there's like this is steampunk for the seventies. Yeah. Like it's it's the seventies style but with mo- all the modern technology and aircraft and weaponry right um but there's a lot of modern tech so yeah like the world's fastest or largest hydrofoil i thought was a fucking cool idea like it uh you know the deck starts below water and as it picks up speed it comes out of water i thought that was a super cool idea yeah and the floor that could consume your couch that was really fun (laughs) fucking hilarious uh i love the last of girls elasticycle and the incredible uh that was uh i th- those were all very cool slash funny touches uh and then they got the family incredible at the end yeah should have been a minivan no i'd have lost my shit if it was a minivan that transformed into like a souped up car no 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 because i think that would have taken them back you know mm, like they the they began wagon. the movie with yeah. trying too hard to project protect each other mm. either you all get to fight crime together or you don't you work together or you don't Trying to force him into a minivan when they're obviously yeah. a cool, hip, uh, super family. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, All right. You got any more thoughts on this movie? Yeah, I do. Uh, so in the first one, which you haven't seen, <laughs> the Mr. Incredible, you know, his arc there is uh, he is having a midlife crisis, number one, because he's been stripped of the the thing he can do that, that gives him meaning and he's you know, gained weight and he's have to work for the shitty insurance company when he's like, you know, a, a demigod. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the idea that even as man as strong and as invulnerable as him could lose his family, um, either by the way he behaves or through physical danger. And like, you know, no one's that strong and that you have to kind of rely on, you know, you can't be that fucking vigilant. And I, that, I, I thought those were great messages that spoke to me. Um, I don't identify, with Mr. Incredibles, I'm threatened because my wife might be more successful than me. Like, if you were more successful for, than me and made more money than me, it, I would be the coolest fucking thing ever. I would well, love I that. I don't think you're the target audience then. Hmm. Hmm. How many? How many guys under? How many guys under fifty? Don't would would be uncomfortable with that idea? I don't know. I don't because uh, like I just feel like. That's becoming Numbers much less zero. a thing. I don't know. I know lots of guys who are stay home dads now. Yeah, but it's still a growing trend, not the majority. I guess that's true. I guess, but it's like you know, whenever I see like trends like that in traditionally conservative areas of the country, because we do live in traditionally and have lived in traditionally conservative areas of the country, it's like I feel like it's 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 pretty it's heading in the right direction, like mm-hmm. more than maybe we're giving it credit for. Yeah. I feel like maybe this is like Brad's bird coming to grips with some of this stuff himself. 
Brad's bird. Brad's bird. <laughs> no, is that Brad Bird's Brad's bird? <laughs> <laughs> That's his next movie. Brad Bird's Brad's bird. Uh, but I feel like maybe maybe it's it's him coming to grips with all that. Maybe. Except for I don't know, he's a super like. I, I, maybe he made it for his father. Mm. Maybe made it for grandpas to take their grandsons or grandladies. Grandladies <laughs> to take the, their the, grandchildren. The, yeah. See, grandma, you could have had a career just like grandpa if you were you uh, uh, weren't, weren't wasting time raising us eight kids. Far too late uh, for your generation. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about with this particular movie? Nothing. You're done. You're hitting the escape um, button. You're hitting the eject button. Uh, yep, hitting the ejector seats in my cool ass car. Uh, all right. Yeah, I was gonna say the only the, the I got one. Let other, me go. <laughs> got one other thing. Okay. Um, what do you think about the plot where the kids had to take it upon themselves to save the parents? Absolutely. That was like a little bit of the plot in the first one too, but like I thought it was much more just Vi and Dash and Jack Jack having to rescue their parents from their parents even it's a little sad it's funny and sad right yeah these kids should not have the responsibility of having to take care of their children because they're their parents because they are making unhealthy decisions yeah based on their own selfishness and mm-hmm. uh narcissism maybe mm-hmm. dare i say mm-hmm that's and a- apparently it's happened two movies in a row. Like, it's all fun and games right now when you're riding in a cute car, but just wait until you get the therapy bills later. Well, like, right. these kids are going to be fucked up. Right. These kids are so close to being in deadly situations, which, yeah, it's funny for it. And well, Unless the whole- there's a superhero out there that's just like, well, there's Dicker. There's always Dicker, and he can just erase all those memories. Erase people's memories. Yeah, that's yeah. Cra- That's kind of kooky, too. Um, I did. Oh, Jonathan that's- Banks. It's not Donovan Banks. It was. You looked it up? I looked it up. Holy shit. Wow. All right. Is he a character in the first movie? He is, but I don't know if it's... It's got to still be played by Jonathan Banks. Why yeah. would they recast it? What did you need to say about the kids and their parents? Uh, Just that, like, I I always think it's... I mean, that, that's that's required for an adventure film. That, they, that everyone's got to be in danger. No one's going to be off limits and all that stuff. But it's always kind of wild that... You know, in the first movie, I guess you could argue that parents couldn't help it because they didn't know that they were going to get embroiled. But in this movie, there's a lot of just like, yeah, let's just as a family fight crime with bullets whizzing through the air and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're mostly... It's kind of ludicrous when you think about it. Um, I also, final, 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 final thought. I hmm. like the homage to Johnny Quest. That Johnny Quest running in the background. No, no homage. They just actually played an episode of Johnny yes, Quest. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, it's like an animated film inside the universe of the animated film. Pretty sweet. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. That was cute. Uh, all right. That Good is... Movie. That's, Highly recommend. Happy Father's Day, Bald Movers. That's the... That's the... Uh, that's that's the review for The Incredibles. Uh, and that's your first run bald movie review. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Cecily. Bye.